This is a Capricorn FM podcast. And we're joined on the line by psychologist Mutsinya Mangovewa, who is joining me to give us tools that will help us uh, in noticing when our partner isn't so much there emotionally and reasons behind why this would happen. Good morning, Mutsinya. How are you doing? Good morning, Sakani. I'm doing very well. Long time. Ah, no, man. It's been a long time. I wanted to say that, you know what, when I saw your name on uh, the people to talk to, I was like, I actually miss this lady. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that to us. (laughs) Don't do that to us. (laughs) I'm back now. (laughs) Ah, man. We were glad to see that you're still available for us, even emotionally. And that is exactly what we talk about today. We want to understand emotionally unavailableness. What are we talking about when we say somebody is emotionally unavailable? Okay, so Sakani, if we are to unpack what emotional being, what does it mean to be emotionally unavailable? It's a person that wouldn't want to, let me talk about consistency, and we know what is expected in relationships most of the time, that the person is there, will listen to you when you're going through tough times. Mm-hmm. You know, there'll be that consistency when you're communicating, the good morning type of a thing. Yeah, yeah. Those type of things. So when a partner is emotionally unavailable, it's when there is also no consistency in terms of that. Often you feel like you need this person, but the person is not there. Sometimes it's... It often leads people to feel like they're in those type of relationships where they don't even know where to stand. It's like today they're dating, tomorrow they're not together anymore. That inconsistency on availability of the person also on emotional level is what we can describe as emotional unavailability. Sure, and I hear some of the examples that you're mentioning there. You know that good morning text and the lack of consistency there. Uh, so what are the things, you know, added on to that that we should be looking out for that would suggest that my partner right now is not being there for me emotionally? Okay, so some of the things that is very important for us to pay attention to as well is that sometimes people use this emotional availability or they show emotional availability as a coping mechanism, right? Mm-hmm. It's a different thing now when it's like a consistent thing about the person needs. Because often I've had ladies saying things like, and I just feel like this person needs me when they need me when they when it suits them kind of a thing. Mm. So now there are people that will be going through certain things. Let me say stressful work situations, right? Yeah. And then they become emotionally unavailable. Maybe the way the patterns that they've been doing things change simply because they are using its emotional unavailability as a coping mechanism. At the same time, we have people that they're just not emotionally available, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a coping mechanism that they've developed from childhood and it goes further to attachment styles of avoidance. And it doesn't always mean that these people are not necessarily capable of loving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes further back to how the person has grew up, for how long the person has been using the mechanism of emotional unavailable, and the willingness, obviously, of a person to challenge how they do things and how yeah. they live. Yeah. So, so, I mean, if I'm in a relationship with somebody who is emotionally unavailable, does it mean I have to step out of that relationship and it ends? Or can we work through it? Like, I mean, that's a very interesting question. I think one of the things that I just want to say is that talking about stepping out of relationship and deciding whether you're staying is not a decision that can be taken by one person. Because yeah. often, I, I'm, 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 I'm to believe that each and every relationship has those, you know, kind of challenges or setbacks that we get concerned about. But if you bring that to attention and the other person is not showing any willingness to to improve from that or to mm. challenge that, that's when now you start to realize, I think I'm, I'm on my own with this because 
emotionally unavailableness I'm, I'm also starting to think what about in situations of friendships you know because yeah. you know our romantic relationships are not the only ones that we hold dear even our friends we love them to bits we want to spend time with them and make it work but is it similar to you know to friendship when uh, when my partner is emotionally unavailable are the signs the same when it comes to friends when it comes to friends, obviously, it will portray differently because now when we talk about friendship and relationship, it's a different kind of thing because even the expectations, they are different, yeah, right? Yeah. Meaning that the signs of emotional attachment, uh, unavailability, and also the signs of emotional unavailability in friendship and relationships will differ. So just maybe to highlight some of the things that one can experience with a friend that is just emotionally unavailable, right? Mm-hmm. This person, when you need them, they are very available. When you need them, you don't sense their availability. But when they are going through certain things, you always feel the need to be supported. But it's not returned back the same way. Mm. Sure. Right? Yeah. So often see that in, in friendship as well. And also in friendships as well, you start to pick it up when friendship becomes one-sided. Mm. Where it's like there is another person that must be worshipped more in the friendship and the other person that just feels like, I deserve the treatment, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. And when we do have somebody like this in our lives, how how important is it to recommend therapy to them or should we look at trying to help them ourselves? I think the most important thing Kagami, is to bring it to someone's attention, you know. Mm. And also, one thing I want to highlight in the reason when we get in friendship, relationship, expectations the right? So sometimes you find that when looking at friendship, it's just that when you're okay, when it's put us or when we are both fine or when it's mandant, we'll do this together. Mm. Some are expecting to have a friend that from time to time they'll talk to, they'll share deep secrets and stuff, right? Mm. So it's different. Hence, even with people, emotional unavailability affects us differently. In relationship, it can be that, you know, I'm not really serious. I'm just pushing time. I'm just there maybe for my other intimate needs. But to someone else being in a relationship will mean I'm sharing my life with this type of a person, right? Mm. Where emotions are involved. If you are dating a person that is showing those type of things where emotionally you need to be filled up or you want this person to be there emotionally, and this person struggling with emotional unavailability, the relationship is more likely to cause damage to you, yourself. Mm. But to this other person, maybe that is dating this one because they just want money, they just want intimate needs, it might not necessarily be a problem because, okay, when there is need for that, we meet and we are done. Right? So if you are the emotional type, it's very important that you bring it to the attention of this person that you are dating or the friend that you are you want to keep to say when it comes to friendship, this is what I expect.
aspect, this is what I like, this mm. is what makes me happy. And then it don't decision Yamumoto. On the other hand, to decide do I make this person happy the what the way they want to be made happy. That's like when you communicate the issues of love languages. Yeah. Sometimes you think we are loving people, you know, the way we think love is it. But it's not about that. It's about loving somebody the way they think love is And how do you get to know that when we understand their perspective of what love is? Sure. Monsignor, thank you so, so much for your time and for having this conversation with us. For those who'd like to make contact with you, how do they do that? Thank you so much, Bethany. So our listeners can be in contact with me on the following number, 082 the Javara number also on social media platforms you can check visual psychological services you also find my details thank you I'm wishing our listeners all the best I know this is a triggering topic please do learn further about it talk to your partners about it and do ask questions as well around it most definitely thank you so so much and do enjoy the rest of your day that was a Capricorn FM podcast For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.